624 at 98.5 The Bull. This morning we still have uh, toughest monster truck tour tickets. That's at 740. But for now, it's Did You See brought to you by Hugh McDougal Dentistry on 98.5 The Bull. We talked a little bit. I'm excited about the Summer Olympics. I know some people don't care, but a lot of people do. And the Summer Olympics were supposed to be held last year. They got kicked to this year. It's going to be out of Tokyo. And, um, you know, but Tokyo is like, you know, we still got this COVID thing happening. So we're not going to let any other country's fans come to this thing. Which uh, is an unfair advantage. Which feels like, yeah, I mean, you're really going to have home field advantage at that point if you don't even have other people cheering for other countries. Um, but uh, all hell's breaking loose in Tokyo. And they've declared a state of emergency because of the COVID spread. So now nobody gets to go to the Olympics whatsoever. It's going to be like when we watched baseball last year where they just have nobody there whatsoever. If somebody gets a gold medal, it's just going to be silent. So you can't go. And I'm actually concerned that if it's already to the point where they're not going to let you go to the games as a spectator, what happens if somebody on your uh, rowing team gets COVID? Then you're done, right? Oh, yeah. So this could, if it's an outbreak in Tokyo, I don't even know if these things are going to happen. If they're already saying we can't even have people here. Can you imagine being one of those athletes and training your entire life for this moment? And then you have to wonder, not only can none of your family be there to support you or to watch or to cheer you on, but then you have to wonder if it's even going to happen. It'd be like devastating. They already had to wait an extra year. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, thank God. And now they have a big problem in Tokyo. You lost me at imagine that you're an athlete. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> I'd say imagine. <laughs> you guys uh, see that come August, uh, khakis and polos once again be in Tulsa Public Schools. I guess they took a year off last year for COVID, and now they have confirmed that students will wear uniforms at all schools in the district in the 21-22 school year. Yeah. I never had to wear uniforms. I don't know what that's like. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? You had to wear uniforms, didn't you? No, I didn't, but... Um my brother ended up having to wear uniforms in public schools, but because there was a disparity in income and you could just like a lot of the kids who couldn't buy the right shirts, you know, it's just, let's just make everybody wear the same. But then the rich kids, they kind of skirted it because then they would get their names embroidered on the polo. It was just nonsense. So you could still kind of tell, but I think that's why they do that. Right. I suppose. I, and I thought, man, these kids must hate it, but I bet they're used to it by now. I mean, who cares? You just, I like the not having to think about what to put on. Yeah. Kind of easy. Every single day, the same Absolutely. thing. Easier for the parents, I would say. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Also, did you guys see that uh, there's a list of the f- every state's fastest selling vehicle? Uh, anybody care to hazard a guess on what the fastest selling vehicle is in Oklahoma right now? I'm going to go the F-150. Taj. That's a good one, but those are pricey. Um, what do you see a lot of around here? I got to say a Honda Civic. Wrong. Okay. It's the Toyota 4Runner. Oh, Uh-oh. that's a pricey vehicle. Yeah, it is. That's a big investment. That's... I think all vehicles are pretty pricey, right? Now they yeah, are. Yeah, but that one is, that this, one's up there. This ain't like the 1980s when we'd all watch prices, right? Like, you win a new car valued at $700. <laughs> Remember that one? A new car was the I biggest do. thing going on television. They were like, you couldn't believe I it. was like, you can win a new car? And then somewhere along the way, it got to be, uh, you can win a million dollars. Yeah. Made the new car sound like crap. Did you guys see that? Do you even know who Christina Hack is? If I say that name, do either of you know it? I don't know who that is. She uh, started her career with her ex-husband on Flipper Flop, uh, flipping houses on HGTV, and then they split. It was awful. 
Um, she started her own show called Christina on the Coast. Anyway, she dropped a bomb in one of an, in an interview she did recently saying that due to all the stress and stuff in the last year, she uh, she took a little retreat and smoked what she called a buffo toad. She smoked the venom of some frog. Have you guys ever heard of this? I saw a video once where a guy in some foreign country smoked some toad venom, and this guy went to space. I'll show you the video, and it, 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 it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. She said it erased 15 years of anxiety in 15 minutes. But is she? Is it permanent now, or was it just when she, she was... She says it reset her brain, is what she said. I could not believe she was talking about this and putting it out there for everyone. It's obviously made her stupid. I would never hire this lady now to, you know, <laughs> this lady's on toad venom. No. You come back home and your house looks like a fun house. <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning, Amber, Tig, and Daniel. 642. What up? Uh, did you guys, you, of course you've seen that uh, a lot of movies being filmed around here. You know, Tiger yeah. Daniel come to town, and then all of a sudden all these Hollywood people all start, you know, coming in here too to shoot their movies. Minari was a movie that was shot around here. Very good, by the way. Mm -hmm. They're doing one with Leonardo DiCaprio mm -hmm. out in Paul Huska. And another one about to come out on July 30th is called Stillwater, and it's about Matt Damon. He is a roughneck in the oil fields. And his daughter is in France, and she gets accused of a murder. So he has to then go to France to get her out. But he's from Oklahoma, I guess is the big plot thing. Is it a uh, present-day thing, or would this be, like, set in the 30s? or where? No, it's present-day. Okay, present-day. Uh, this thing debuted at the Cannes or Cane, whatever film festival over in France. Matt Damon got a five-minute standing ovation. Wow. That's, come on. Five minutes, though? It's getting great reviews. I will give it that. But oh, how bored I'm would you stoked. be during a five-minute standing ovation? What's the movie called again? Stillwater. Still, just Stillwater. Yes. That's amazing. That is really cool. I have from uh, imdb.com, which is a movie website. It says uh, the director did an interview and explained how he and Matt Damon immersed themselves in the culture of Oklahoma oil roughnecks for the film. Matt and I started going to Oklahoma early to get a taste of the place and the people and spending time with roughnecks in particular. They really opened up our lives to us and their worlds and their families. Yeah, the good actors, don't they, a lot of them do this research and they'll go live the life of that you know particular character they're going to play so they really kind of get a feel for it's method acting, yeah. Yeah, method acting, that's right. I've always heard the term roughneck. I don't know exactly what that means. Is that they're out there, I guess, with wrenches? I always say them with, with wrenches. <laughs> I don't know. Why, well, you've why been do here you many, think I would know? You've been here for years. Do you think I hang out with a bunch of roughnecks? I don't know. You'd probably like to. Probably. I, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, that's... that's uh, then he's going, it's loosely based on the Amanda Knox story. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, that that American that went over there and got accused of a murder. And years and years and years, she was finally released. Uh, it was just a big old deal, right? Um, when is this movie out? July 30th. Okay, so soon. So we can see it at a, now, this is where. Yeah, what a question. Can we see it at the theaters? Here's where I don't know anything about pop culture. <laughs> can I watch this at home, or do I have to go to a theater? Um yeah, I know for sure you'll eventually be able to, but I don't know if they're going to release it right okay. away. The studio did not reach out to me before I did this break. They didn't. But they could be on demand. I doubt it. It's probably going to go straight to theaters. That's awesome, though. And I, Matt Damon, he's a bit of a babe. Just a bit, yeah. 
don't you think? We're talking about manly roughnecks and how manly, and you're like, oh, Matt Damon's no, a I mean, babe. I, he's easy on the eyes, I would say. If I was a lady, I'd be like, hey, I want to be around him. I wonder if any roughnecks listen to us or used to. Yeah, until I just said yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> bullseye traffic from the... 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Good morning, Amber. You got Tig and Daniel on a nice-looking sort of Friday for us, up to 94. So a very cold day for us here in green country. Uh, <laughs> Tig's very reflective this morning. He's I am. almost philosophical. Yeah. What is on your mind there, Tig? Well, you know, I was just thinking about the folks that listen to our show uh-huh. and how there's probably folks out there that are younger that listen to us that... Um, Maybe we could give them some wisdom because I now I'm old and decrepit and I've been, I'm at an age where I can look back and see the mistakes I've made in my life. Aren't we all? Yeah. What do you, like, what do you mean? Like I was thinking about asking folks that listen to the show, if you could go back and talk to your younger self, what piece of advice would you give yourself? We all can go through the yard of our lives and look backwards and say, man, if I, I probably shouldn't have done that. Oh, I should have missed, you know, done something different there. I know exactly what I would go back and tell myself. Yeah. Um, don't zip up too fast sometimes because sometimes <laughs> you can get a, a bit of your business caught in the zipper if you're a man. Yeah. And once that happens, there's... Uh, it changes you. There's before zipper and after zipper, for men at least. There's a new Daniel after the zipper. Right. You. Thing. Uh, you like, might not know this, Amber, but sometimes gentlemen will zip up their pants too quickly and get just a little bit of skin in there, and it ain't good at all. Yeah, you I've, don't seen, wanna, uh, I've seen something about Mary. It ain't that bad, but uh, you don't want to unzip it, and you can't just forget about it. <laughs> so I would definitely go back and tell my younger self, hey, slow down on the zipping a little bit, pal. Okay. So of all the advice you could give yourself. That's the main thing. Like maybe about love or heartbreak or... You know, maybe there's going to be a pandemic one day. You would just go back and tell yourself to zip slower. Slow it down with the zipping, buddy. That's what I'd say. <laughs> Profound. Thank it you happened to me twice. First time, shame on the zipper. Second time, shame on me. <laughs> right. You didn't learn. Uh, so our question this morning is, if you could go back in time and give yourself a piece of advice, your younger self a piece of advice, what would it be? For me, it would probably be credit card. I thought that was free money. So you would, you would, I could see you now coming out of the time portal, running up to your uh, younger self. You're so awkward. You just go, credit card. You'd have to say, what well, about I'd a say, credit card? Hey, man, like this isn't free money. They actually do want their money back. And if you're not careful, you'll spend 10 years paying it off. Would you advise yourself not to get a credit card at all or just be more responsible with one? More responsible. I mean, there are times where, you know, you're going to need one in case an unexpected flat tire or whatever, but... I went out like the Monopoly man, bought friends drinks. Uh, you know, I didn't even consider that I would have to pay it back. And then that just kind of snowballs into, wow, I'm actually in trouble here, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, it catches up it to you in a hurry. Uh, Amber, so you have a time machine. You can go back. Uh, what year would you go back to? What <clears throat> age of yourself would you go to? Well, <clears throat> I have two moments in my life that come to mind that I would like to go back to my younger self and say. One of them, I was, uh, I was 14, and I would say, Please step away from the bottle of black hair dye. That oh, would be you, number you, one. You went through a little uh, hair dyeing phase. I, I went through a um, a little rebellious goth phase, uh, emo kind of phase in the 90s. And um, 
yeah, I thought that dyeing my hair black would be fantastic. It was not. And the yearbook photo that year is one I wish could just burn and go away forever. And that lives into perpetuity now. Yes. Yeah, it's so there forever. I might say step away from the step black away. hair bottle. All right. So what would you tell your younger self? What piece of advice would you give your younger self? We'd love to hear it. 918-879-9898. 918-879-98. From Thomas Rhett's. country again on 98.5 the bull good morning amber you got tyga and daniel what we want to know from you and we then we can air these calls and maybe young people hear it and go man that's good advice we want to know what if you could get in a time machine go talk to your younger self what piece of advice would you give and i have another one that i i know relates to daniel here is that the the first heartbreak you go through you're devastated but you might look back and go you know that was actually kind of a good thing as daniel asked the lady to marry him and she said no and I bet he was devastated at the time, but looking back. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm glad she uh, did say no. And right. it helped me to build the wall inside my heart in which I'll never find love again. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's great advice. The sad thing is that's true. <laughs> no, get build out of here. Build that wall. Yeah. <coughs> really, like, build a wall and take your emotions. Just stomp them real down deep inside. Mm -hmm. And make sure they can never get out again. Right. Ever. This is terrible advice y'all turned this into. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not the end of the world. You think it's the end of the world at that point. It it really wasn't the end of the world because I looked the lady up the other day, and I've said this before. She looks like Jay Leno now, and I'm cool with it, and I'm glad she didn't, and I would have been unhappy the whole time. But at the time— You were devastated. I was, and nothing right. anybody could have said would have made me feel better or realize that this too shall pass. Right. So— it's almost like that was wasted advice to give out. This too shall pass because sometimes it doesn't seem like it. But it will. Does. I do right. kind of wish I could have met myself at the aisle and been like, eh. What's the you, aisle? You don't. Oh, the wedding oh, aisle. The wedding aisle. Like before I walked down, I wish I could have just looked at myself and go, eh. You go back you, and tackle yourself? You actually don't. You think you do, but you don't right now. You don't. <laughs> I said, what's the aisle? Did you think she was on an island? That's what I thought. She's like, <laughs> she's been in the Caribbean. Um, so we want to know from you, what piece of advice would you give your younger self if you could go back in time? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Mackenzie. Mackenzie. So if you could go back in time and give younger Mackenzie some advice, what would that advice be? I guess my advice to myself would be to stay away from the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Amber, Solid advice. Does that ring true to you at all, yes, Amber? Yes, it does. <laughs> so what happened? You're young. Did you get married young? Did you just hang out with the wrong boys? What was it? I was just too boy crazy, and I didn't focus on my academics. And, you know, I got married really young, and I wish I would have probably, you know, stayed true to academics and gotten a real degree. And boys just made me crazy, and I forgot all about that. Wow. How, old, uh, how old are you now? Oh, I'm 25. <laughs> and what, 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 how old were you when you got married? Oh, uh, 20, 20 years old. 20. Still married or a divorce? I'm still married. It's oh nice, but I'm, like, I'm, I'm happy. Hold wait, on. Wait, wait a second here. Let's back up. We've got a lot to unpack here. She says, I wish I wouldn't have gotten married. And she's still well, married. No, in her <laughs> you know your husband's out driving around somewhere with a tear rolling down his cheek right now, don't you? <laughs> He's trying to no, I just wish, I just wish that I would have gotten a degree before we decided, you know, have kids and everything. Don't get me wrong; I love my children, I love my husband, but 
it would have been a lot, a lot nicer with the money situation if I did, I think. Wait, the husband's <laughs> in the car with the kids. They're all crying right now. <laughs> Stop it. Mommy wish she wouldn't have had he's us. at home with him. <laughs> God. All right, well, but I get what you're saying. I mean, maybe... Maybe in your life, you, you love your life now, but maybe if you had paused it and waited three years and gotten a degree she and wonders, then started this she thing. She wonders what could have been. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I appreciate the honesty this morning, um, and I hope you have a great <laughs> weekend with that husband of yours. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. All right, you Bye. <laughs> Pretty good. I get what she's saying. Yeah. And I hope that uh, if her husband did hear it, he, would, he understands what she means. Right. <laughs> it's going to be a long weekend. It's a strong old, hope. At the McKenzie household. Uh, so what advice would you give your younger self? We'd love to hear it. 918-879-9898-918-87. Daniel, can you give us a little bit of that sweet Luke Bryan impersonation you do real quick? Hey, y'all, it's me, Luke Bryan. That doesn't need any work at all, does it? It sounds None. exactly oh like it. God, it's 98.5 <laughs> The Bull, today's high country. are tight. Huh? My pants are tight. Are they? Hope I don't get a UTI. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. Okay. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Amber. You got Tig and Daniel. The question this morning is that, uh, you know, I think there's probably some young, younger people that listen, and, and we got all age ranges, and a lot of us have had a lot of life experience. So I was like, you know, we should ask people, if they could go back in time and talk to the younger self, what would you tell yourself? Like, what piece of advice would you give yourself? And then other young people hear it and go, wow, I was about to make that mistake, so maybe I shouldn't do that. It's a public service, Amber. Oh, I understand. I'm selfless, is my point. We could do anything on this we, radio station. I'm trying to help you. We don't deserve you, Tig. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Uh, so, uh, 918-879-9898. If you give your younger self a piece of advice, what would it be? Good morning. Who's this? Casey. Casey. So, what uh, advice would you give your younger self, Casey? I would give myself the advice not to grow up so fast. How did you grow up so fast? What did you Brilliant. do? Oh, goodness. I got married at the age of 14. Started having babies at the age of 15. Wow. Is that... Is that legal? Tig wants to know. Uh, yeah, I didn't. My know. dad signed for me to get married. Oh, yeah, to give you permission. Yep. Wow. How many kids you end up having? Four. Four. Oh, my gosh. And so you must be a grandmother by now. I am seven grandbabies. Dad gum. So yeah, you probably would have just uh, delayed that a little bit and maybe gotten started later. You still with that husband of yours? Nope. I'm on the husband number three. Oh, Lord. Well, why did you do it three times? <laughs> Stop doing it. <laughs> Take a break. <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the moon. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Your chance to hear your name this morning right here on 98.5 The Bull with sensual shout-outs. And all you have to do to get a shout-out is to like us on social media, Tig and Daniel, that's T-I-G-E and Daniel, on Instagram, Facebook. We're freaking gorgeous, for one. That's the main reason to like us. Right, Amber? And not liars at all. Right. It's a true statement. <laughs> but if you like us, we'll see you like us. And then, boom, we'll be like, hey, so-and-so's listening. Let's give her or him a shout-out in a very sensual way. 
So if you go ahead and like us now, Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E-N Daniel, on uh, Facebook or Instagram.com or whatever. <laughs> Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E-N Like us on Daniel. Facebook. Uh, Jim E. Combs liked us just yesterday. Did he? He lives in Inola. Mm-hmm. Am I saying yeah. that right? Sure. Do you not know? or? Well, now that you ask me. Guys, it's not a quiz. Like, am I saying it right? You guys acted like, you know, I've just cursed the devil or something. I just said uh, Yeah, Inola, I think it's right? Inola. Ed gone. So anyway, he's like this. And uh, we Jim would... E. Combs. Okay. Chill out. <laughs> hey, you don't disrespect Jim E. Combs. No, I'm disrespecting you. He'll come right over to your house. I just want you to Daniel. come to our social media, Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E-N Daniel, on Facebook and Instagram. But before all that, I'm kind of muddying this whole thing up. But before all that, we got monster truck tickets next. We do. So hang on through Parmalee and Blanca Brown, and you have that chance. But in the meantime, like us on social media, Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Amber, you got Tiger and Daniel. And Ricky is with us to play for the uh, toughest monster truck tour tickets today. That's hard to say. Ricky, what city do you live in, brother? Tulsa. Ricky in Tulsa. Now, do you know the game we're playing? Daniel can explain it real quick. Uh, Ricky, you're a big fan of monster trucks? My son is. That's for sure. How about a big fan of male dancers? Uh, no. All right. Well, this should be very easy for you then. I'm going to give you the n- a name, and you'll have to identify whether it's the name of a monster truck or a male stripper. All right, let's go. And these are local people. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. These are all uh, male strippers you can uh, book right here in Tulsa if you want it. Gross. <laughs> Ricky, these people are trying to earn a living, man. You mean gross. Here we go. First up, Mohawk Warrior. Mohawk Warrior. Is that a monster truck or a local male stripper? I'm going to go with monster truck. That is a monster truck. Good job, Ricky. Oh, Ricky, up next, Latin lover. <laughs> Latin lover. Sounds like a male stripper to me. You're absolutely right. Oh, Ricky knows his male dancers, two two. man. Yeah. Up next, <laughs> El Toro Loco. <laughs> uh, that's a monster truck. You sure? You want to think about that? That means the crazy bull, yeah, El Toro Loco. Yeah, it's a monster truck. He's absolutely right. It's a famous oh, he monster does truck. know his monster truck. Yeah. Up next, X X Explosion. <laughs> Let me guess, that's a male male dancer. Uh, that is a correct. Up next, <laughs> All right. hey, and he lives here in town. Black Stallion. Black Stallion. I'm going to go with the male dancer on that one. No, 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 no. That is a monster truck. Wow. I had, look at that. A little switcheroo there. There's a monster truck called Black Stallion. Yes. And finally, a very difficult one here, Ricky. Really put on your thinking cap. Pleasure. Pleasure. Say that one. Pleasure. I'm going to go with the male dancer. You're absolutely right. Pleasure is a man is a male dancer. Is it? Yeah. Wow, Ricky nailed it. He knows his uh, right. he knows his male dancers in Tulsa. That's How do you sure. know so much about male strippers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Ricky's like just gonna avoid you, man. Okay, you're going to the uh, he's gonna take his boy out there. It's, 
you know, it's sweet that he won these tickets, but and then Dano makes him play a male dancer game to get the tickets so he can go spend time with his family. But, oh, it's worth it, though, to go to the BOK to see the toughest monster truck tour. Yeah. And we appreciate you listening to 98.5 The Bull, okay? All right. Thank you so much. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the morning. Dad, how about that? Keith Urban and Pink, it's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. Time for sensual shout-outs. You can, uh, even as you hear this, you can still get your name on the radio. If you like us on Facebook, Instagram, Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. This is where Daniel has written pickup lines. And now he'll submit them to you. I only ask that if you do get a sensual shout-out, you do not fall in love with me. That's going to be hard. That's a big ask. Yes. A very sensual. Now, remember. Wait a second. I'm already in love. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. <laughs> All right. A very sensual good morning to Fred Lovett Jr. Now, remember, Fred, don't fall in love. But, ooh, boy, I see them scandalous pictures you be posting on Instagram. I'm about to come over there in a fire truck because I'm a thirst responder. Took a while to get to that one, but... Uh, sensual. Yes, yeah, sensual good morning to Nikki Eldridge, Lucy Herrera. Ooh, girl, you must dig for coal all day, because you mine. <laughs> I get it, yeah. Yeah? yeah. I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. Though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a fool, Linda K. Walsh, Harris. Way too many names. Central good morning to Casey Stevens. Ooh, girl, you must be Taco Bell because I'm trying to case a see ya this weekend. <laughs> Amber, you're a lady. Would that kind of be yes. cute in a club? Case a see ya would work for that, me. That yeah. kind of work, yeah. I mean, it's like so stupid that you would almost have to like it. Yes. Them. Very yeah. central good morning to Summer Rose. Ooh, girl, you must be Mike Lindell because I want your chest to be my pillow. Oh, <laughs> Central good morning to Jenny Atkins. Ooh, girl. You must be a tiny piece of chicken because I'm trying to nugget them digits. <laughs> like us on Facebook now at Tig and Daniel. That's T-I-G-E and Daniel. These could possibly be the very last sensual oh shout-outs. Gosh. I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feet of God, no rhythm. Though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a, phone, a fool. Jim E. Combs. Ooh, boy. When I see your booty, I hang from the ceiling because I'm a fan. <laughs> you're an idiot. This is an older gentleman, too, I have to say this to. <laughs> Shout out, guys. Central good morning to Shelly Atchley. Ooh, girl. You must be ice cream because I'm trying to scoop you up. Oh. Sensual good morning to Dallas Alexander. And finally, a very sensual good morning to Shauna Freeman. Ooh, girl, you must be a Mexican restaurant because I like your hips and salsa. <laughs> Daniel kind of ruined that song for me because he told me that uh, Jason Aldean's lights come on is about the refrigerator door. So every time I hear it, I just think about that door opening and closing. The lights coming on. Sometimes it does make me want to sing it a little song, you know, seeing the refrigerator just... Yeah, every time I open the refrigerator, I'm thinking of Jason Aldean now. <laughs> it's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning, Amber. Good morning. It's Ty Gandino. Okay, so the deal is like with the Olympics. And I know some people don't care about the Olympics. Some people love the Olympics. This is Did You See brought to you by Dr. Hugh McDougall. Well said, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Who? 
So it's in Japan this year, especially last year, the Summer Olympics. And so they're doing it this year because the pandemic ruined it last year. And now the Japanese people who have uh, organized this event said, look, we're not going to let any other countries come here and watch their athletes play because of the pandemic. And we will let our citizens go, but they can't clap or scream or anything like that. They just have to sit there. So if they see one of the sons of their country win a gold medal, they just have to sit there like nothing happened. Sure. But now the pandemic is raging again in Japan, and now they're not letting any spectators whatsoever at the, what they call the 2020 Summer Olympics, even though it's this year. And I'm just worried, you know, if they're already saying spectators can't come, are they going to have this thing if the pandemic is raging in Tokyo right now? And then imagine, like, the U.S. team goes over there or Canadian or whatever, and one of their runners gets COVID, but they've been in the locker room with the other eight runners. Aren't they under protocol to sit out automatically? I'm sure. I mean, they're going to have to cancel a lot of events if they're already this worried about it. And this is only, like, let's see, two weeks away. So we might not even get a Summer Olympics or an abbreviated version. So there's the latest with that out of Tokyo, Japan. Man. Have you guys ever looked at a list of all the different categories in the Olympics these days? Some of them are silly. Excuse mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Some of these professional <laughs> athletes will come and whip your tail, Tig, like the uh, U.S. badminton team. You don't cross those guys and ladies. <laughs> Shuttlecocks are serious business guys. Yes. What about people that do fencing? That's fake sword fighting? They hit each other with metal switches. I think the rule for that is you have to start by saying... Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. Prepare to die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hot new hot new movie reference. <laughs> Only 40 years Brian. old. Everyone should know that movie. It's uh, a did classic. you guys uh, did you guys see that uh, school uniforms are going to be back here in the Tulsa area starting in August? I guess they took a year off, took a little break from it because of COVID. Now, uniforms are back. I love that idea, man, because otherwise you have to like pick out your kids' outfit every day. But now you can just Put them in the same exact shorts you didn't wash, and no one will know, <laughs> and you can send Tig. them along. <laughs> Tig! I mean, come on. Like, there's got to be a day where you're running behind on laundry, and you're really glad that no one's going to notice their shorts that have already been worn, because otherwise you'd have to put on different types of shorts every day. I mean, for a very short time when I studied abroad, I was in Panama, and I had to wear a uniform to school, and it was a lot easier in the mornings. Just to not have to think about what yeah. you're going to wear. You just get up, you put on your little skirt and your shirt, and you go to school. Is the logic of it, though, to erase the disparity in economic yes. situations? And also, it I mean, it just solves a lot of dress code issues. There's, I mean, think about all the issues in school with dress code. Dress codes are in the news all the time, and yep. there's no easy answer to half of this stuff. There was some rule, like, in our high school where you had, to, like, one inch above the knee or something like that, but this... This would just eliminate that because you got to wear the uniform. Yes. And so there's no problem. I went I like to high it. school with such a strict dress code. Like, I think for guys, uh, you could have a mustache. And I'm like, who's got a mustache in high school? But the back of your hair couldn't touch the collar of your shirt. What? Yeah. I know. We, like, weird. Like, who is ma- who's deciding this stuff? It's Kim Jong-un? I absolutely <laughs> remember that. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, really quickly, to the fastest-selling vehicle in Oklahoma right now. Anybody want to take a guess? A uh, new list just came out in the news. I would definitely guess a truck of some sort, like an F-150. Teague? I, I would say that, but those are big investments. Those are 
now $70,000, I would say something like a Honda. It's the to- Toyota 4Runner. In case you were wondering. That's big money. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice vehicle. Those are great vehicles. Did you guys see that Christina Hack, uh, she became famous on Flip or Flop with her husband. They got divorced. It was, a, it was all over the tabloids. Then she immediately got remarried to um, Aunt, what's his last name? Uh, he, he works for BBC. Uh, anyway, they recently got divorced. She has just been all over the place. She's got her new show, and she's saying now that um, she has reset her brain. She feels like a new human being. And when asked how she feels this way, she says it's because she smoked a little toad venom. What? This lady's crazy. <laughs> so she says that, didn't you also say that it erased 15 years of anxiety for she her? Said, yeah, she said, uh, I feel like I erased 15 years of anxiety in 15 minutes. So she's leading us to believe because she ate a frog or something. I know, she smoked that- the, the, the frog venom, however you do that. She said, uh, I hired a spiritual coach and smoked a buffo toad. <laughs> and that made her well? Uh, apparently. That's or- just what I want for I have somebody coming over to work on my home is like to make sure they're really, really high on venom toad. <laughs> toad venom. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, I put a slide coming out of the refrigerator. I hope you like it. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care.